Welcome to the Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. My name is Frank. I'm the host of the show. I discuss and review movies new and old. You can watch the show on YouTube and Facebook under the Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. You can listen wherever you get your podcast. Please rate and review the show on your app of choice. You can email the show at bendyourearpodcast at gmail.com. Please visit the podcast website at letmebendyourear.com. All episodes are available there. On this episode, I'm going to review Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. Now, this movie is kind of interesting because I remember it came out a little earlier this year, um, a couple months ago. I think it opened in March. And I remember seeing a preview of the movie before then. And the movie stars Chris Pine from Star Trek fame. Um, a lot of other films, Hell and High Water, which is a great movie. And uh, Michelle Rodriguez, of course, from Fast and Furious fame as well. And uh, Hugh Grant. So I saw the preview and, it, you know, it looked like a, you know, kind of a decent movie. I wasn't sure what it was going to be. Uh, you know, the title Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. I'll get into that more as I get into the review. Um, on a scale of whether I was going to watch the movie or not, I saw the preview probably on another movie that I was, you know, watching. And, you know, I, pro- I probably would would not have watched it and didn't have a big interest in watching the movie. So an interesting thing happens. So the movie opens, uh, doesn't do very well. And a couple months later, uh, I start seeing reviews of the movie. Not right when it opened. I didn't seek it out because I wasn't going to go see it in the theater. So hence, probably wasn't going to review it for the podcast. But I started to read and see all of these positive reviews of the movie. That it was entertaining. It was a surprise. So I, you know, I read a couple of those. I'm like, wow. And again, this was, uh, I think it probably even after it went out of theaters, it wasn't in theaters very long because, like I said, it didn't do very well, at least in the United States. I don't know what the worldwide box office was. So a couple of weeks ago, or probably about a month ago, uh, I saw that it was streaming on Paramount+. Plus. So I'm like, oh, all right, it's there, and it has some positive reviews. So I finally um, broke down and watched it uh, to review for the podcast. And I'll get into my review in a moment. And uh, again, like I said, it's um, it's an interesting story with this film, and I think it's uh, indicative of kind of where we're at as far as kind of the space where movies are now. You know, I've said it before, we've had comic book movies that do well, and some actually not doing so well. Uh, if you look at uh, The Flash, uh, not doing well at all. And uh, The Last Ant-Man, not doing well. Marvel's kind of, I don't know if it's Marvel fatigue or the movies aren't just as good. Uh, I know Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is probably the exception, and I'll be probably be watching that short uh, soon. It's streaming on Disney+, Plus, so I'll probably check it out and finally review it for the podcast because I have not seen that one yet. But obviously there's even some comic book fatigue uh, regarding, at least with Marvel, and like I said, DC is trying to do their reset under James Gunn. So uh, there's a struggle out there, and a movie like this one, I think even had a bigger struggle, you know, and I'll get into that, like I said, a little bit in a moment. So... This film opens, you have um, Edgin, Edgin Darvis, who served with a group called the Harper. So in this world that's created in this film, um, they're an order of peacekeepers that works for the, obviously, the royalty there. So he arrests disciples of what's called the Red Wizard, which is one of the, the main antagonists of the film. He arrests some of the disciples and as revenge they kill his wife now edgin and his wife had a small baby 
but the mother was able to hide the baby before she was murdered. So the baby is alive and he comes home to find her murdered, takes the baby and um, ends up with a barbarian named Holga Kilgore. So together they leave to make a life for himself and then their baby daughter. So obviously he can't, you know, live in the same area. So basically they roam from town to town um, using theft to support themselves. So they end up teaming up with a not very good sorcerer named Simon and a con artist named Forge, Fitzwilliam. So there, you know, they show there's a montage of them robbing different places, making money, things like that. So while attempting to steal what's called a tablet of reawakening to resurrect Edgin's wife, they're captured. So Edgin and Holga are captured and the other ones are able to get away. And Edgin tosses the tablet to Fitzwilliam to keep for him and they're captured. So that's the opening of the film. They're imprisoned for two years when they're able to go in front of the partying board in a very funny scene uh, in the movie. So the, the, what I'm going to talk about a lot about Dungeons and Dragons is the tone of this film, which is one of its, which one of its greatest assets. So the scene when they pardon themselves, they're, they're talking to the pardoning board and again, is telling a story, his backstory about how he got there. And he keeps asking for Christopher, one of the members of the board that are not present. So they start without, he's like, I really want to talk to Christopher. I really want Christopher to be here. So when Christopher gets there, you'll see the reason why. I'm not going to give it away because it's actually very funny. And you'll see why, when Christopher arrives, why Edgin wants him there. But long story short, they end up mounting a successful escape, even though you find out right after the fact that they were about to be pardoned. So they, their escape was unnecessary. So something, so that made me laugh out loud the way that was executed. And one of the great things and surprising things about Dungeons and Dragons is the tone of the film is very light in the sense that there's a lot of funny moments in the movie. I didn't expect that at all. But it's still balanced with action um, and, you know, kind of what you would expect in a kind of, not even sword and sorcery movie, because that's not the correct term. Uh, it's an adventure with some elements in there. Um, you know, wizards and things like that. But it's just a very strong movie regarding a team of people trying to get an get something done. So Edgin, you know, played by Chris Pine, does a great job. He's a great lead in this movie. He's very, very funny, very, very sarcastic. It's, it's I guess if you want to say he's kind of like Chris Pratt's character, you know, like, you know, Star-Lord in Guardians of the Galaxy. It's kind of that tone, um, and it works in this movie very, very well. And the characters around him are great. So you have the Sorcerer Simon, who's played by, I think, Justice Smith, who I know from from Detective Pikachu. That's the only, I know him from that movie. Um, he's in it. And then you have, of course, Hugh Grant playing Fitzwilliam, who's fantastic in this movie. You know, he's a con artist through and through. And his character of that in that is he's portrayed very, very funny. And Hugh Grant's always great anyway. And um, it's fantastic. So you also have a, a druid named Doric, who is, uh, she's part of the team as well, whose, whose people are being subjugated by the leaders of the, of the 
of the kingdom that they're in. So what happens is, flash forward when they escape, so it turns out Forge Fitzwilliam is running this town. And he brings back what's, brings back what's called the High Games. And, of course, we find out that his daughter, Kira, is with him and she's got him... Uh, he's got her with him. He's taking care of her. Uh, but obviously, you know, Argan wants to get his daughter back. And then you have that kind of dynamic of of her being abandoned by her father and Forge kind of lying about the circumstances of what happened, basically portraying it as he abandoned her. And then, of course, those issues ensue in the movie as well. So again, it's the tone of the movie is, is really... Because it's tough to strike a balance when you're doing something that's humorous but not too humorous um i think what this movie succeeds at very well it's not taking itself super seriously just serious enough where there are stakes in what happens to them there's real stakes that could happen they can be killed the things so the, the stakes are high enough that you can take it seriously enough but not too seriously where you're like rolling your eyes going what are we doing here and it strikes that balance of tone really really incredibly well and it's really incredibly entertaining it's uh it's a fun movie and it's great to see a movie like this that's just fun it's uh it's you know you've got sword fights you've got regular fighting you've got you know magic you've got interaction with the team all of it is well done all of it is well executed and like i said with the lead performance of, of chris pine who's fantastic look he's a very he's a great actor and he shows it here, and like I said, you could, like I said, he looks like he's having a ball, and the inner and the interplay between his character Edgin and Michelle Rodriguez's Holga is fantastic. So another humorous scene is, you know, Holga was kind of kicked out of her people, so she basically mar she married a uh, a normal sized guy. So there's a cameo in this film, and I'm not going to say who the actor is because it's a big actor. So when they come back after being in, imprisoned, of course, her husband has moved on and married a, another barbarian woman. But there's a great scene where she comes to visit him and they kind of have an awkward exchange. And But the, but the cameo was great because I didn't expect it. So it's a cameo of a very, very big hit. You'll know it the second you see him. So I'm not going to say who the cameo is because it's pretty, pretty funny. And uh, Michelle Rodriguez is great. So obviously... You know, she's a physical actress as it is anyway. She's good with physicality, so she's she's got several fight scenes in the movie because she's the tough one, and that's another funny dynamic uh, with 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 Chris Pine's Edgin. You know, Edgin's kind of the planner, as he calls himself. He comes up with the plans. He's not really a rough and tumble uh, Indiana Jones type uh, hero. It's just you know he's the brains of the operation, uh, in quotes, of course. Uh, so that dynamic between her. And him is fantastic. It's, a, it's like a brother-sister dynamic, but she's the one that's tough, gets in the fights, you know, handles the business. And uh, Michelle Rodriguez is great. Uh, she's really good in this as well, and their dynamic is great. Uh, so, and again, Hugh Grant is fantastic. So as the plot moves forward, it gets to the climax of the high games where he's trying to get the tablet um, to get, you know, obviously to resurrect his wife, bring his wife back so he can, of course, have her back. Of course, have his daughter get to know her mother because of course she was a baby when she was murdered and um there is another fantastic character in the movie as well that helps him to get the to get the tablet so um he is played by i forgot the actor's name i guess he's in that show bridgerton uh, on on netflix and um 
so he's basically he talks a lot so he's very verbose and you know just basically is but he's you know he's a stand-up guy but it's 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 great because the dynamic with his character and and Arkin is basically he's consistently irritated by the fact that he won't stop talking the guy talks nonstop, and but he's a hero and he's selfless and he does all these things uh to to help them so you can't help but like him but it's very very funny um uh it's uh Roger jean page i'm sure i'm killing his name so he's uh his his character is zenk who's a paladin so he like i said he helps them to get on their quest to get to get where the the tablet is and then of course you have um the main antagonist along with it ends up being forge hugh grant's character you have um sophina who's the red wizard so she's kind of has a plot to take over fully this town and i'll leave it at that there's nothing else i need to add but she's a you know she's a wizard so obviously she has sorcery at her command and uh she's the main antagonist of the film along with uh fitzwilliam so like i said this movie is a whole bunch of fun it's a lot of fun it's it's entertaining i've seen actually the movie twice because after i watched it i uh i watched it again with my now 10 year old son and he loved it very entertaining um it's pg-13 i don't think there's anything too crazy in there you know 10 11 year old i think can watch it i mean i had my i talked to my wife about it because i said hey i'm gonna have our son watch it and i told her dungeons and dragons so she immediately was like wait a minute dungeons and dragons isn't that that wizard clank game and she wasn't too down with that and this really comes to the crux of i think the problem of why this movie didn't do well i have never played dungeons and dragons or i think i played it once in the 80s when i was a kid and barely remember the game because i think i was bored by it i have no idea what this movie has to do with dungeons and dragons now every single character in this movie for all i know could be from dungeons and dragons that's totally possible or at least what they are you know you have druids and and um wizards and paladins and all that so that that may all be from the game but i think the biggest mistake that these movie makers made was calling this dungeons and dragons because it, it, you don't have to play the game know the game and i think it turned people off probably including me because like i said my my intention to see this movie was probably zero I wasn't going to see it at all. When I saw the trailer, I, I, I didn't look into it further. Like I said, I didn't read, start reading reviews for it until a couple of months after it had already been out. And I think already out of the theaters. So I, I really think they made a mistake by tying it to Dungeons & Dragons. They should have just called I mean, the subtitle is even better. Honor Among Thieves is actually uh, a better title that describes this movie better. They should have just called it that and ran with that. I don't know if it would have helped the box office. It was a March release. So... When you're releasing movies in March, other than comic book movies, when you're releasing a property that's not really well known, that's not a sequel, that's usually, you know, not a good time. That's usually the, the dead zone for movies, at least nowadays, um, where movie companies allegedly, you know, may or may not dump movies is January to probably April, I would think. Not that there's some exceptions of movies that get that do well, but, you know, usually May is going to start the summer season like the end of may and then going may june july august is your big summer movies so this movie was kind of dumped out there 
in March, maybe because they didn't think they'd have much competition and it would give it a chance to do better. But they really goofed by naming this Dungeons and Dragons. I, I think that just took away a lot of people's interest. They see that and go, that's a that's a game for teenagers and maybe sometimes referenced in Stranger Things. I'm not interested in that. And I think that's a shame because this is a really entertaining movie. I would recommend this movie highly. I'll get to my review in a second. But like I said, I think really the marketing here was not good. And which I think would include the trailers because I think the trailers, if I remember, and I didn't look at the trailers before I recorded this episode, I don't know if the trailers downplayed the kind of funnier elements of it and 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 beefed up the action adventure elements of it, which that's not a terrible thing to do. But the real asset to this movie is it's a sense of humor. And like I said, the way it balances that still with stakes that are, you know, dire enough like i said it raises the stakes enough where you're taking it seriously enough but the humor just really levels it out it's just a great i give them a lot of i give the filmmakers a lot of credit because i think that's a tough tone to strike uh without having it go one or the other way go wonky or but it's not it's so entertaining and watching it the second time i liked it even more the second time not that i didn't like it the first time it's really good and like i said i've watched it twice i'll see it again i may even see it with my wife i can get her to watch it a third time because she hasn't seen it yet but I highly recommend Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. Definitely check it out. It's streaming on Paramount Plus now. Um, I'm sure you can rent it where you get you know anything digital. It is streaming now there, so it's available right now if you want to see it. Uh, as far as my review, I'm gonna give Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves four stars out of five. Again, hugely entertaining. If you're a fan of Chris Pine, check this movie out. It's fun. It's funny. There's action adventure. It's really, really well done. I mean, I find myself laughing out loud in a good way. A bunch of times through this movie, it's just, it's, it's like I said, it really strikes a very, very good tone and a tone I wasn't expecting and a tone that was extremely entertaining. So I highly recommend Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Things. I, I can see why the critical notices have been overwhelmingly positive and I completely agree. And like I said, this is a movie that I would have never thought like I said, that I was going to have a desire to watch. And these are my favorite kind of movies. And you've heard me talk about movies like this from time to time. And what I mean by that is a movie that you fully don't expect to either never watch or thinking it's not anything that would be your cup of tea or worse, wouldn't be very good. And to be completely pleasantly surprised uh, by this movie. So like I said, if you've followed the show on Twitter, I posted a couple of weeks ago. I haven't done, I don't go to the movies enough to see enough new movies all the time to give you like my top 10 movies of the year so far. What I've done is I posted my favorite movies that I've seen of this year so far. And I and I put this movie on that list. So my list right now, and I'll make sure I get it right, is Air, Across the Spider-Verse, Mission Impossible, Dungeons and Dragons, Oppenheimer and I think I may be missing one but those have been the my favorite movie so far this year and again I'm giving Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves four stars out of five like I said I highly recommend it check it out I think it's an entertaining movie I think a lot of people hopefully if you listen to this episode will go back and check it out because like I said the box office was terrible it was a flop now what I did read a couple of days ago which is encouraging is Paramount is seriously considering even though it didn't do well making a sequel with a lower budget 
um, to stream directly. Now, that could be a great idea in the sense that I think they even realized, one, the, the great critical notices that the movie had. And I'm assuming, based on those critical notices, and I have no access to this kind of data, but I'm thinking that the streaming of this film on Paramount Plus has been hugely successful because the fact that they're even considering making a sequel to streaming tells me that the numbers that they've had for streaming this film have been fantastic. And uh, that to them makes it worth the expense of a second movie probably with a lower budget. But I'm not surprised that they're going to do that because that tells me that the, the streaming numbers must be fantastic and I can see why. I've already seen it twice. Like I said, it's a great movie. I highly recommend it. So again... Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. I'm giving four stars out of five. Like I said, definitely check it out. I think you will enjoy it greatly. And it'll be a film that you'll probably revisit. Like I said, I've seen it twice. And it's a lot of fun. And I think I would see it a third time um, easily and not have an issue with it. It's really, really entertaining. So definitely check it out. Again, Honor Among uh, Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, four stars out of five. Thank you. You can follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Threads. The handle is at BenjurEarPod. Subscribe to the YouTube channel and like the Facebook page. This is a one-man operation. If you're watching the show on Facebook or YouTube and would like to support the podcast, you can click on the QR code on the top left corner, or you can go to the show's Twitter page at BenjurEarPod and click on the tip jar. This will help cover the cost of hosting this podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Have a great week.